today. Once again, I apologize for the irregularity of episodes lately. It's summer, but there's other stuff. Sit tight. I'll explain. Uh, Welcome to the show today. It's Tuesday. It's Eric and Alex. It is Tuesday, July 13th. Hello there. Hello. Um, can we talk about the uh, picture that you showed me today? That was, uh, I think that's worth a, worth a story, a little anecdote. Sure. Okay. Um, we will get to that. That's the, that's one tease. There was some criminality at the wellness and recovery center. Hoodlums. You'll have to, uh, yeah, the hoodlums. (laughs) Um, actually we can tie that into, uh, the former mayor story first. So, um, you often, you always, you were never hesitant. Again, we're, we're cosmically connected. Uh-huh. Um, you never hesitate to disclose your medical issues. No. Here was my morning today. I went to get my physical. My dad always hounds me to get that, um, which is fine. And, and it's free, too, if you didn't know. Like, it's, it's, it's covered because it's a, uh, what is it? I, the words aren't going to come well today. Preventative? Yes, that's it. There you, thank you. You're welcome. Alex is in charge of big, big adjectives today. <laughs> um, I'm all good. Like, I'm in exquisite health besides, you know, several things. One of which, I've had a good night's sleep my entire life, and I'm going down the road of a sleep test again. And at least mm-hmm. this time, it sounds like I can get an at-home sleep test. We'll mm-hmm. remove some of the problems that I had before. So even if Amanda has to come over and hook it up, fine because it doesn't seem to be b12 issues or anything else blood work related i just sleep like shit and there are some days one of them was yesterday where i just cannot get out of neutral it feels like i'm carrying like from the shoulders up it feels like i'm carrying a piano or walking through a fog or it's a slog and i feel lethargic and it sucks because it makes it that much harder to manage my mood so that is like one of the um, top three medical conditions you get with lupus. And we know that I have lupus. So I also feel like I got hit with a Mack truck and am just functioning on, on like my lowest setting possible. <laughs> and like if I close my eyes, I'm guaranteed to go to sleep hard, you know. So um, I understand it's difficult. And sometimes when I get like this, I have to actively go against I, I, my mind tells me that this is what I need. So I may go out and try to go for like a brisk walk or something, but, um, yeah, it's not working. I currently look like shit even now, right now, as it stands. I wish there are times where I had been getting up. I try to get myself on a schedule. That's something that could help a lot of things. Go to bed at 11, wake Mm -hmm. up at six or shortly thereafter. And I was going well. Um, and a lot of times I wrap up the morning things, errands, gym, dogs, whatever. And I've got some time before I hop over to work and I lay down for a few minutes to try to like take a 10 minute nap. And I am, while I am tired and kind of sleepy, even I cannot take a nap. If I could take a nap, um, this might solve a lot of my issue, but I fall asleep just fine. I do wake up free, frequently, but I don't stay up for long periods of time. I usually fall right back asleep. But there has not been a day in my life where I have woken up and felt refreshed. And that's why by the end of the week, by Saturday or Sunday, I literally need to sleep the entire day just yeah. so I can kind of bank sleep to get through the week. And I haven't done that lately. And the last couple of days, I thought I was going to wake up great. And... um wasn't so it, great. It's it last night I 
was going to go to bed at before 10 o'clock so I could wake up at 5 and go to the gym before my doctor appointment. I didn't fall asleep till close to midnight. I woke up at 4.30, reset my alarm for 7, and was out of bed by 6.30. And I have felt tired all day long. (laughs) So time to address this again because it makes managing all the other shit so much more challenging. And um, that's why, again, I have patted my back I patted myself on the back a lot during my relationship with Amanda because I've had to battle this stuff. And mm-hmm. anybody, when you're tired, you're ornery and it's very easy to snap. Yeah, and keep doing it. I mean, like I said, I, oh, okay. Worst okay. ringer in history. I know, it triggers me. So I'll figure out the sleeping thing. I'm excited about, not excited. I'm content that there's an at-home sleeping test as opposed to someone wa- someone watching me. Um, I was not thrilled with that. And I also asked him, he had mentioned to me before um, about changing my medication to something that has, something that is less of a hindrance on my mm-hmm. sex drive. Mm. And I was like, let's talk about that. And he named a medication that I see all the time watching all my Chicago shows and I th- he put it in. I'm waiting to get back. Like your 30 day prescription of something with a T is seven hundred and eighty two dollars. Then <laughs> we'll go from there. And then, not that you need to hear this, but I'm kind of happy. It's the one good thing that's happened today. Um, he he was asking all kind. I mean, just physical stuff. So the, you go ahead and tell. He's like, "Were you trying to lose nine pounds?" I'm like, "No." <laughs> I mean, I always would like to, but I didn't intentionally do it. If I intentionally could have done it, I would have lost another nine. So that yeah. was kind of nice. Well, but you're pretty fit. So like nine pounds for me, like I'm imagining is like a lot, like visible on you like an animal. Thank you. Um, I don't know. Um, But I always think that it's been harder lately. And it it feels like it has because just it's I've gone from five to six solid days a week at the gym to three or four. Mm-hmm. And it's not necessarily being augmented with long dog walks or anything like that. So I am yeah. not going to look the gift horse in the mouth. And um, hopefully I can correct these sleeping issues that I've had my whole life. And they have it, it seemingly has now just got to a point where like there are some days I cannot drag myself to even yeah. walk the dogs, let alone go to work. So, I mean, I'm glad that you're still like going for it and trying to figure out what's going on because it is, it it sucks. Like not getting a full night's rest or not feeling rested is really awful. Like I had to have a really uncomfortable conversation with my doctor. We, like I said, we talk about it. And when I saw you last week, I was coming from a doctor's appointment and like the, I, the, a cane got brought up, like a cane, a cane. And I'm just like, absolutely not. what I mean but there are moments where it's you're having such a difficult time and for me I would have a hard time kind of saying okay I'm gonna go home I'm gonna just stay here for the day and sleep all day but I know that that's what my body needs but my mind is telling me you're a lazy bum you need to get the hell up you know but your body is telling you you need something completely different yeah, sometimes I treat it like if I can just get myself going and then not stop going, I yeah. can fight the inertia off. But I would reconsider the cane. I, I would love to have a cane. It makes you look very distinguished. Um, Will, <laughs> Willy Wonka didn't need a cane because he did that flip. But don't, don't, don't rule the cane out. You can keep I a know. weapon in there. 
I, we're going to change my medication first and see if that does it. But it's, there's, there's been some moments where I couldn't get up. Like I could not move myself physically. So, <laughs> you know, it happens. But I don't, you know, whatever. I don't think that I'm going to need a cane. Um, there's some other fun things to talk about. Uh, but I got a fun picture this morning from you. And Ooh. I was trying to go through the list of things of what somebody threw through the window of the Wellness and Recovery Center. I, for as big as the uh, as the destruction was, it looked like a bowling ball. It did look like a bowling ball. And I, it wasn't a bullet because our windows are very thick. They're big picture windows and they're double paned, um, like big picture. I, I'm saying like maybe four feet. What do you think? Four feet tall? Five? I'm, a, I'm asking. Oh, you're asking you me? Yeah. I have yeah. no idea. I mean, they're normal um, size business windows. So they're, I think they're pretty big. They're pretty big. They're double paned. Somebody tossed something in it through the first one. So I was like, okay, well, it's not a bullet because I would have went through both. And I, when I go out there, so I immediately come in today and I see it. And so I walk out to see if I can find a rock or a brick or something. I didn't find anything but a rock smaller than like my fist. Um, and I guess that had to be it. And I, somebody just chugged a rock at our window and shattered it. I'm, I was a little sad. Like I, I, it was strange. I said, all right, well, it was bound to happen that we were going to get some sort of vandalism. But then at the same time, I'm disappointed. Like, who would want to mess up? Like, we do good stuff in the community. Who would want to do that? Like, I, don't, I don't know if it's anybody yeah. targeting you. It's probably just somebody being an idiot, found a big rock, and you were the nearest building. I don't think you guys were being targeted. Yeah, there was a time um, a couple years ago, like within the first year that we opened, that the apartment complex next door, I don't know if it, it couldn't have been a kid because of the, like, so somebody was throwing glass from that parking lot to our parking lot. And so routinely in the morning, there would be shattered glass everywhere in our parking lot. I'm talking about like beer bottles. There was a jar of pickles that was tossed over. And it, once we realized what was happening, it was because one of my employees was out smoking a cigarette and she said she looked up and there was a jar of pickles in the air heading her direction. And so somebody was launching them from that apartment complex over into our parking lot. And a jar of pickles from that distance can kill you, like if it hits you in the head. <laughs> It can literally kill you. So we called the police and there was a big thing and then it never happened again. So it's just going to happen. I mean, you're not in the best neighborhood over there. Um, yeah. I'm glad that nothing has happened like this till now. So that's a good sign. And uh, hopefully is some kind of insurance will cover it, right? It's obviously not coming out of your pocket. Um, I don't know. I don't know. They, I just called maintenance. I sent it to maintenance. It's already been like kind of patched. Right. Um, or something's been placed over it and it's going to take a couple weeks for the repair. I don't know who's going to get charged if it's coming out of our program or our insurance is going to cover it. I'm not sure. I did my due diligence with the police report. I went over to Scott Park and handled that and, you know. And it's like, did you have to do it now while, <laughs> while people are building arcs because it won't stop raining, which quite frankly, I'm, I'm, I'm squeezed in between two weather complainers right now. All the people saying, won't it stop raining? And then the other half that are squeezing me is, I can't wait for fall. I want to smack them both in the face. 
So I did say that today, ah. actually. So I'm not wearing a jacket, and I'm wearing short sleeves, and so I'm freezing today. And Jade and myself are very aligned, and sh- we had the fireplace on. And I went out there yesterday to go stand by it because I was or earlier today because I was cold, and it got turned off. And I said, "Oh, you'll love it out here in the fall. You're gonna love it here in the fall." And she said, "Really? I think yeah, because we both love the fireplace on, and it's just cold in here all the time." Well, back to the broken window. Maybe if Cardi Finkbeiner decides to run on his uh, tough on crime words, do you you know who he is or you're too young? Yeah, that was probably while I was still in Cleveland. So he has been mayor twice. He's now 82. He has a lot of Toledo pride. I haven't read the sentence. It's just been passed along to me. Apparently he had some cockamamie idea before. He wanted to move deaf people by the airport. Why? Because you can't hear it? I believe so. Uh, I don't even know if he said it. That could be like an apocryphal thing at this point, but I guess he's considering running for mayor, and I'm kind of tired. I'm kind of... He's certainly feisty. He doesn't come off like 82 years old, and he's one of the people that have been a major advocate of making sure uh, UTMC doesn't go away, and he's been a big advocate that that needs to stay you know, in South Toledo and whether he said so ProMedica doesn't take over more or not, I mean, that's a it's a good thing for the community. Sure. Um, so he, like anybody else trying to take down some, like, mayor or whatever, it's tough on crime. Um, we're going to have <laughs> multiple task forces, police, sheriff, highway patrol, ATF, and FBI all working together, dual cars, probably double the number of cars in troubled neighborhoods. We're eventually going to shut you down. Um, he also wants to help uh, blight in older neighborhoods and clean up utility building, uh, uh, utility billing. I'm sorry. I know that's been a mess since the city has changed from quarterly to monthly billing. But I don't love the whole tough on crime thing because uh-huh. the people, first of all, that's every city in the country right now. And it's become a politicized point for people who live in rural areas thinking the cities are being like torn to shreds um, right and every- and and just just curious where he's gonna find all these bodies because isn't like um police and fire like aren't they dangerously understaffed and the recruiting is very slow yeah i think so uh, <laughs> how's I, that gonna work i mean look if i were a, a poli- if i were a career politician and not me, the first thing I would say is, tough on crime, we're going to take back the streets and not like actually share how it's going to get paid for because he just threw out like every like agency that fights crime, whatever. Um, every now and then, like once a year or so, he pops up into the news and he might not even wind up running. But when he comes around like this, he makes me wonder, where has Opal been and is she okay? <laughs> That's true. I'm sure you can drive past. Isn't her like home off of Broadway somewhere? Yes. Have you seen? Well, I'm not downtown as much anymore. And I would run into her every now and then at like the farmer's market. And respectfully, I would say, hello, Mrs. Mayor or Miss Mayor. Um, Mm -hmm. But I'm kind of worried about her because she's been off the grid. Like there was clearly some issues there with her as we all kind of joke about it. But um, Mm -hmm. I hope the lady's okay. I hope so, too. Yeah. I haven't heard, normally you hear some rumblings or 
see somebody make a comment about her and you just I haven't seen that either nothing nothing at mm. all um, and the mayor will probably win in one of the biggest landslides in <laughs> Toledo mayor election history not because he's done a perfect job no no politician does a perfect job just because things have been fine and there is no other there's no Republican that's going to beat him there's no independent so he's he's done a fine job and he, he gets another four years interesting yeah yeah, I don't know. I, it, all the way up to the and that was going to be, we haven't talked politics in a long time, I guess, because there's not a ton to talk about. But mm-hmm. like, I feel like some of the talking points for the midterms are coming out and it's exactly what we thought it was going to be. We're going to be battling critical race theory forever. We're going to be battling like tough on crime in the next midterm. You know what I mean? Those are going to be those hot button talking points. Vaccines. Um, that'll be interesting. Yeah, I'm happy to be away from all that stuff, and I don't want to hear any of that nonsense. I retweeted out a some very high-ranking um, education woman today who explained, like, letter by letter what critical race theory is and this boogeyman that some people have created. And and as far as the crime, look, the, the pandemic has amplified things, good and bad. And if people who live, like, in rural areas want to laugh at cities because they think that they're crime ridden and you can't go anywhere without being shot or potentially murdered, which is not the truth. Things are increased. Yes, but it it hasn't taken over like the main street of cities, so to speak. It's just bad neighborhoods, unfortunately, getting worse. Um, If people were as tightly packed as they were in rural areas as they were in cities, there would be an equal amount of crime. That's just the disparity of life. Well, in rural areas, I mean, let's not pretend like there's not high amounts of overdoses in some of those places. Like, we all have our issues. Like, and, we all have our vices and our issues. And that's where Sierra Jogging got snatched a couple of years ago. Exactly. So, yeah. Um, not to make light of that by any means. Uh, but I'm glad to not be talking about that. One one more political thing, which is, like, I, it, to me, it's like barely politics. And I, I have to ask somebody about it. I forget. Have You've been to Home Slice, right? I have, yeah. The guy that owns it is running for city council. Interesting. His name is Michael Knight. I I know him. He probably knows me from being in there. I don't know why he's running or on what platform. I I I glanced at his Facebook page. Maybe it was something about small businesses or just having a, a local voice. But, yeah, the guy that has probably served you pizza and given you beers because he's running things in the restaurant is... Uh, city council hopeful collecting signatures. Do we know where he stands on some of the issues? No, I don't, because I went to his page, and if if it were that memorable, I would have told you what they are. Yeah, it's not like it's like a Tony Dia. Right, right, right. It's not that at all. Um, yeah. Okay. Let me wait a second. Mm-hmm. Oh, there. I I looked it up on Facebook, and it was gone. But now I have it. Uh, Michael Knight is looking for your support to bring professionalism back to politics. I, I mean, they're pretty professional to me. Um, Michael, a professional small business owner himself, just wants to be honest and do what's right for the city. Okay. You and everybody else. I mean, er- <laughs> great. That's. I mean, that's very well intentioned. Yeah. I wouldn't say that. I mean, well, Toledo politics isn't that unprofessional. Like, we've no. had our issues, but like, they've all been professional. They just made had some fuck ups. Uh, and somebody else got nabbed, for, and, and there's very little on Michael's page. Uh, and I'm, from what I know, he's a nice enough guy. Um, there is some city council drama today. 
Uh, I'm not going to dig it up. It, it sounds pretty petty. It's not like FBI stuff. Okay. But um, I was... I threw this to... I was probing on somebody that I know, on, I know online the other day, and I don't know if it's been brought up enough um, during the discussion about more competitive wages, fairer wages. Um, so let me just bottom line it this way. If you are working full-time hours and not getting benefits, <laughs> you're the dope. We've said this before. Okay, because yeah. there's a, a guy that I know, he posted something on Facebook like, hey, um, competitive or generous earnings. And I was like, what's, like, that's very subjective. What's uh, good wages to me might not be to somebody else. And then I asked about benefits and somebody that I guess did he work with hopped in like talking about how they have like a great uh, health plan like dental vision five dollar prescriptions which is a good a good plan but I don't know how much the premium is but if you're working uh, an hourly wage and at 40 hours a week which I can't imagine who is doing anymore because for the last 10 years in my business uh the companies have done everything they can to get people to 29 hours or below because if you regularly go over that, then they have to offer you benefits. Right. So one, they're probably breaking the law, but if you're working 40 hours at an hourly wage um, and not getting benefits, you're the dope. Leave. Yeah. I mean, unless you're on, unless you're paying your dues or you have some sort of longer term goal within that organization. And so you're like, I'm going to do this for a while because I want to move forward then then yeah like what you know what i mean at this point yeah. if there's no benefit to you and you're still there literally literally and figuratively then you should probably go you should I, probably move on i you know if if i were younger me and they're like hey can you come do this event or help out in person yeah and i and i can afford to do that i know that 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 is a that becomes something of a privilege issue um but just to make your point if I am able to do that, I would because it's furthering where I hope to be and paying the mm -hmm. dues. But yeah, don't don't do that because you could do that somewhere else and maybe make a little bit more money and and get benefits, which everybody who's working a forty hour work week should be offered benefits. Now the premium might be real shitty, but it's better than paying through. Uh, it's better than one getting medical bills and paying completely out of pocket, or two going through the uh, Obamacare marketplace where it could cost you two hundred dollars a month. Yeah, yeah. It. I mean, how is this discussion had? Somebody I, was talking about. I just, I, I just keep seeing it pop up. Like I work too much and don't make enough. I'm like, well, hold on a second. Like if you're working too much, and people have, they're, they're working long weeks, mm -hmm. and it's, it's, it's a double-edged sword going into you in both directions. You're working a lot for a shitty wage, and you're not getting benefits. Like mm -hmm. when I was talking to my, uh, I was, I was talking to my dad today, and he's like, "What are you doing?" I was like, going to work. He's like, why are you doing that? I'm like, you know, after today and with how tired I've been, not a good way to answer that. But I'm like, health insurance. Health insurance is why I go to work. <laughs> because, again, medical costs are really expensive. So I was, I got approached today. I took, I took the day off to kind of address some of my needs. And um, I had to take a day off last week to help my brother with some things. And I got approached today and they said, are you okay? <laughs> 
I said, yeah, I'm fine. They're like, you have to actively try to use your vacation and sick time by the end of the year. And you've just used two days in less than five days, like in a, in a small amount of time. Are you doing okay? And I said, oh my God, what does that say about me? That I don't, you know, that I take time when I need it. And then like it alarms people, like it alerts them, you know? Yeah, I mean, I was thinking the other direction, like you use your time. But this is another thing that I wish the Twitterverse would complain about. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess they complain about it in the sense that I don't know anybody, I, I personally or anywhere cultures I've been in that glorified overworking and 70, 80 hour weeks. Like there was no trophy for that in, in the ecosystems that I've been in. But. I wish there was a better way to go about people being able to take the time that they're allowed, vacation, sick time, PTO, whatever you want to call it, and not still have to work a ton. Or I know there's been times where um, I, I didn't want to use my vacation days in over the course of a week because I had to work so far ahead. I was exhausted. <laughs> yeah. I was exhausted by the time I was ready to get on vacation. And then I'm still answering emails when I'm away yep. responsibly to a degree. And then I come back and I'm so far behind. I have to work so hard to catch up. I'm like, the week wasn't even worth it. Yeah, no, that's exactly right. And it's just, I don't, I do have that here. Obviously we know this, that I still get contacted. Um, but I don't, and I come, come back to like hundred emails, if not a little more. Um, and that's all right. But it's just, I don't take the time off because I'm like, nope, I have meetings this week. Nope, I have to get this done. I have to be there for this. This is very important. And so like I'm constantly here. And I had learned something. I think I might have talked about this on the podcast or maybe not. I had done a training with the juvenile system, the Lucas County juvenile system in I think May, and they made a comment about like post-traumatic slave syndrome and how black people um, often work ourselves to like death, you know, because we feel like we have to prove ourselves or because we have to like be seen as useful or, or, you know what I mean? Or fight this need to be useful or to be, um, appreciated, not appreciated, but like known as the hardworking person or the person that always gets it done. And I'm like, damn it. (laughs) That's true. That's crazy. And you, you're a lot like me. Um, Mm -hmm. I never, if I ever overworked, it wasn't because I was trying to glorify the hours and get seen and get from, I took pride in what I did. And so do you, like you take pride in, in the center and Mm -hmm. helping people out. And that's why it's a, I've been wanting to talk about this for a couple of weeks and it's, you've probably seen the, the Iceland article, the study they did about the four day work week. Um, Oh, I didn't see that. Did you uh, send that to me? No, but this has been everywhere for a couple of weeks and everybody gets all like, crazy like that's gonna happen first of all i would look into the globalized world that is or is not iceland and how how easy they were to do it there's a lot less people there than there are there are there um and a lot less industries um there than there are in places around the globe um i don't know if something like that would ever come here but it did make you i was thinking about you when we were when i thought about discussing this but other things just kept coming up like you can't do a four-day work week like what you do how you help people is 24 7 and you know Mm -hmm. that and that's the only thing that you know you've got to be mindful of that you're properly compensated maybe not necessarily always in money but 
in other ways that maybe they can they can benefit you. But like for a lot of people, the four day work week is just it's not going to happen. I'm going to work Monday through Thursday. I mean, if the, if the world said so, but I I don't know if that's possible. And who who like qualifies under that? So like, is it just your, your average businesses? It's the four day work week. Like, what about restaurants? Is their week going to be like? Wednesday through Sunday, you know, so like you and you know, I know a lot of area like Chinese restaurants here are closed on Monday, like it's just well known. So is that like everyone? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, how does that work? I do like the idea. I also like the idea of maybe longer lunch breaks. You know what I mean? Or maybe our work days aren't as long. But again, for people like myself, people in healthcare, it doesn't really apply. Yeah, and that's so much of our country as opposed to Iceland, which I'm guessing is a lot of fishing and tourism. They also have 350,000 people, so there's a lot fewer people. And I know it's all relative to the country itself. There's a lot fewer people that have to get that would have to get on the same page there. And I think they they studied two groups. I forget who one is, but one was the other the other group was municipalities, like people who run government. Yeah. Um, so it would be like you can't go get your driver's license an extra day of the week and other government things. So yeah, it's easier. But, I think it's easier to shut that stuff down than like saying Target's closed one day a week or, you know, UTMC now is closed on Fridays. Somebody made a really I saw I think it was like an Instagram video or something. Did I lose you? Hi, welcome back. Oh my gosh, what are you cutting me out at? You cut out, somebody made an Instagram video. So yeah, so somebody shared a video, I think it was from BuzzFeed or something like that, and a a lady said that she basically was predicting that a lot of employers are going to be losing some, um, some great employees in the future. And they said, you know, as employers are expecting employees to come back to work, which is right on target because all of our MPI staff essentially came back this week. So this was like, or last week was the first week back for everyone no working from home, you know, just everybody back into the office for your regular nine to five. Um, And they said that, and not not referring to my organization because we have to do site visits, but like for other businesses, they said, you know, you've had employees that have worked from home for the last 16 months and they have been able to take breaks you know, unsupervised, they've been able to take the dogs for a walk, they've been able to, like when they get burnt out, take a take a beat and then come back to it later in the day, you know, they've been able to save money from not eating out and, and save money on gas, and now you want them to come back to the office just because. <laughs> She's like, they've been effective and valuable, valuable still while working from home, work um, outcomes are being met, everything is being hit, all the targets are being hit, and you still want them to come back in the office because you want them to be there. And and so she was basically saying in a way like, let me get this straight. This is what you're this is what you're saying you want. And I said, hmm, she, again, we don't apply, but she kind of has a point. It, it's a it's a valid point. Like if we were successful, why do we have to go back to doing it the way we did it before? Because that's the way we've always done it. However, remember, <laughs> yeah. The outcomes might not be accurate at this point in time. And I'm all for letting, like, I'm always, I've always been of the mindset and and I've always been the kind of manager, is your job done? Get out of here. Like, is your job done and is it done successfully? Get out of here. I don't care how long your lunch is if your stuff is done. Um, But the world has been at a reduced capacity 
um, over the last 16 months. Yeah. So the necessary results um, have been less than desired. So we'll see. But no, people are going to have to, managers, corporations, companies, employees, everybody's going to have to do a level of adjusting. And some people maybe just didn't come back at all because they didn't want to go back to that. Um, but yeah. like you're you're pretty flexible. I mean, because you're not like one of the people that are over there because you've got stuff to do in and out of the center. Yeah, I do. But I, I like if I were not in the center and if I were doing like, you know, the job that I interviewed for, like say I was doing that. There is a certain amount of benefit that I felt I received when I was working from home. Like they were absolutely right. I was for for the sake of my like of lupus, I could sleep longer because I didn't have to get up and like pull myself together. So like I was more rested and then like I could separate myself. I was exercising in between my lunch breaks, so I lost all sorts of weight last year during the pandemic. You know, there were so many benefits to it. I was saved money because I was fixing my lunches at home, which were in turn a little healthier and you know what I mean? So I don't blame people. I don't blame people for and also businesses. Maybe you should be looking at that if you are an organization that can function with your staff working remotely. Like what's better for the sake of your staff? Because if you have like staff that feel appreciated and they're well taken care of, they're going to do better work. And split the baby in some ways, like have maybe one week a month where everybody comes in or mm -hmm. one day yeah. um, and just provide more flexibility. Two, two flies in the ointment that I'm familiar with. Um, one, I could see why companies might want to pay their employees less, mm -hmm. even if they're hitting their goals and getting their outcomes, because they could say, well, some of what we pay you is for you know, your transportation, take care of yourself. Mm -hmm. um, that's one thing that they could put up a fight with. Uh, uh, maybe a, a not so reasonable employer. Another thing is um, if you're working at home in Perrysburg mm -hmm. and you're not in Toledo, remember there was a, a big loss of, um, of income tax because people mm -hmm. were like leaving cities. And when cities don't have those income taxes from the places where people are working, that affects how cities and municipalities run. So there might also be some some tacit understandings of getting some of these people back so that cities function. And that that includes like things to do downtown in Toledo. Like you you working and paying in income tax for some of that also allows a lot of those things to happen. Yeah. Yeah. So. I mean, it's just, it's interesting. Um, it is, and we're going to get, I, I'm going to guess after Labor Day is when this is going to become a pretty big inflection point. I think that's when our employees are expected back across the company, um, and I'm going to guess that a lot more are. People, employers are going to allow their people to come back if they want through the summer to kind of ease back in, but I'm going to guess most places with that mindset are going to want people back after Labor Day, and that'll be uh, in a nice lead up to lots of elect to election season as well. Yeah, it's going to be, I mean, that fall is not going to quiet down, I suppose. Like, it's just been a chaotic 2020 and a, a little bit less chaotic 2021. Um, have you seen, uh, it's Ohio Burger Week. I have seen that. I didn't know that was a thing. That's great. What's Toledo doing? Neither did I. Um, <laughs> neither did I. And I think only four places in Toledo are participating. Uh, Bar 145. Mm -hmm. Another place, Focaccia's and the Blarney. And I guess it's like they might be offering $6 burgers, but the one thing that caught my eye, um, so I know Egg 
on burger on burgers oh. has become a, a big topping over the years. I could take it or leave it. But the Blarney, I don't know if they put corned beef on a burger or they put a burger on a Reuben, but I am all in for corned beef and a hamburger. So I don't love corned beef. So you guys can, you you and Maj can have that because I saw <laughs> the communication between the two. Great. Um, they probably put a burger on corned beef. I'm going to guess that. Okay. Because it would be... Because it's the Blarney, so corned beef, yes. Okay, that's the thought experiment we'll have to do. Is it which way is it? And you know what? If anybody ever saw, uh, if we could copy and paste Maj and Mai's online dialogue to <laughs> like public consumption, you would think that they are two obese drunk people. <laughs> that sounds like Maj. She shocked the hell out of me with her knowledge of like just drinks. Her and Proctor like bonding over alcoholic beverages. Just, I was just. I was jealous and like felt like I was left behind at the same time. I'm like, oh my god! I don't, she, what are you saying? What she, now? She knows her alcohol, that's for sure. She, she knows does. Her we al- have to get together for lunch. We agreed to go to Fakasha's at some point, but um, th- th- we could do a ton of things, but um, I don't want to keep it too long today. Um, so Jason Sudeikis, do you know or or like him? I do know and like him. Why? Okay. What do he do? Uh, well, he did a. He is the cover of GQ. I don't know if it's oh. the US or UK or whatever. And he's spilling his guts and sharing a lot of emotions with the fact that Olivia Wilde dumped him oh. and she has been linked to Harry Styles. Harry Styles, yeah. Um, and I don't think we ever got a reason why she did that. And from the quotes I read, I don't think he got a clear cut reason either. Um, and I'm, he, and he, but he had a good point. He's like in two years, three years, five years, I'll feel a lot better about it. Cause you know, time heals. Mm-hmm. And I don't think he hasn't, he didn't seem to voice any animosity, just curiosity. And to defend her, to offer another perspective, sometimes when people break up with somebody, um, they still care about you and they don't want to be completely honest. So they'll kind of soft pedal it. Maybe that that's what that situation was, and maybe they can actually share the truth with one another at some point. Yeah. Um, and then, like what I always say, um, it, it might be more cold and ruthless. It is not an employee improvement plan. It is not a negotiation. It is a firing. <laughs> you, are be, you are being dismissed. The reasoning doesn't necessarily matter. You cannot bring a lawsuit on this company. Read the contract. We can get rid of you at any time without any notice. Thank you for your time. You have said that. I remember. I clearly remember that conversation. I don't remember what we were talking about at the time, but that does still suck. Like, depending on how long that they've been together, just like no kind of explanation. Like, you know what I mean? No, not nothing. Like, just kind of one day you're into them, and then the next day you're not. With without any kind of um, incidences like leading up to it you know that you can maybe blame it on that sucks i feel bad jason sudeikis seems like a sweet person that so that was my relationship three years ago that's why she tormented my home when i left it unlocked when i shouldn't have for her to grab her stuff um yeah so (gasps) he has some of my sympathy however um i saw that he is linked with another uh, another woman. Her name is Keely Hazel. Nobody has any idea idea who she is. I do. So in the early days of the internet, so like mid to late two thousands, mm-hmm. um, when 
There was there was Sports Illustrated in their swimsuit, and then we got to Maxim, and then like these crazy. I don't know what they're called. We'll have to ask Philip next time. These crazy tabloids in the UK, which focused on like beautiful women with massive tits. Um, <laughs> they took over the internet. And I remember that girl from when she was like 21 or 22. And she was known as like that. And again, I don't know what the name, like a Maxim girl. Um, but now she's 34 and uh, he had a soft landing with her. But um yeah, I was stunned to see that woman's name. Like, good for her for being more than just tits on a magazine or an internet magazine cover when you're like 22 years old. I suppose. <laughs> I mean, maybe she has no other redeeming qualities and she's kept her looks the whole time. I don't know. I'm trying to look her up. I want to see who she is. Yeah, you, no, I, like, I wouldn't. No, she didn't turn that into any acting roles, like major acting roles. No hosting gigs. Like she did not become a global icon. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, it, it, I guess it would be similar to how some of the Bachelor and Bachelorette people find or why they do those shows. Like maybe I'll get caught up in some celebrity and I can, you know, make that the rest of my life. I was watching, uh, you know, I love Married at First Sight and the the season ended in like May and there's already two couples that remained married on the season finale are are already divorced. Stunning, right? <laughs> Shocker. I, I know there was a time when, I don't know, 90s, 2000s, I was always on the periphery of enjoying wrestling. Like I knew about it. I'd watch it if... You know, I had some friends. I would I would go to them. They're at really fun events. And mm -hmm. people would say, all this is is soap operas or whatever they yes, are for, 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 for men. Yeah. Um, and you know what? I think we've come so far from that that now we can say is all the Bachelor and Bachelorette and all the other stuff is, all it is is WWE for women. It's, I don't even know why people still watch it. Like, I, I guess I'm no better. I, I like love at first sight or married at first sight or whatever. I know that's still reality TV, but like I've watched some of The Bachelor and I'm just like, how do people even agree to do this, to live in one home, to marry one man? Like, you know what I mean? Like you're all under one roof, sleeping in the same like area, going on the same dates, kissing the same lips. You know what I mean? It's it's to to hope Ew. you become a celebrity, to start your podcast, to start your business. Um, but all I mean, and. I think people know that the storylines will be wild and people won't stay together. Just how you know that there are no standings, there are no one-loss records in WWE. You watch it for the contrived drama. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, but when I was younger, though, I didn't realize that it wasn't real. Well, yeah, neither did I. And then the light goes on and you're like, I still find this interesting. <laughs> he didn't actually kick him in the face. Right, 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 right. But they, <laughs> they, they made me believe. And just like people... Like women mostly get sucked in and they think that these people are actually going to find love. And then if I were to ever slap a woman in the face, not that I ever would, but I, she would go, oh, this is this is complete junk. Like they're going to be broken up before the show even ends. But I, I'm never going to say don't appreciate the drama because that's what it is. Just don't hope for a enjoyable outcome. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Um, is there any more local stuff to, to touch on? I don't think so. Uh, 475 North and South is now three lanes again. One of them is uneven, but it's now <laughs> it's now all clear. Yeah, no. 
I don't, besides just the rain, but we've already touched on that. I'm hoping to get out and get kayaking this weekend, but I don't think I'll be able to because the water levels will be too high everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. It's been, I don't know. I think, I think there are, there's a chance of storms over the next couple of days. Yeah, until like Saturday. You're going to have this kayak and never be able to use it. I know. I've had it a month. I've only been out once. Well, I'm glad uh, I'm glad you didn't convince me to get a kayak and I went I, I went the Nintendo Switch route instead. I suppose. But we do have an extra, so you should come out with us. When you get the hang of it, I, I, I'll, <laughs> I'll come do that with you. Okay. Um, and then uh, you mentioned um, Sunny and her m- mud butt. Oh yeah, I shaved her butt the other day. Did I mention that? No, but you've mentioned it before. How like sometimes she yeah wa- walks or tr- her butt is in her own pile of poop. Yeah, like when it when it when it's exiting, her fur just kind of wants to give it a little brush by. Got it. Can you explain to me why people get these dogs that? constantly need to be groomed are are always getting dirty and quite frankly they look really fucking stupid like i know that game of thrones um popularized people getting husky mixes yeah but where did these dogs who what popularized these goofy looking mops of canines cute puppies maybe like the goal i saw a post the other day about doodles and groomers um like refusing to work with doodles because the owners aren't brushing them so they're all matted um those are the the dogs i'm talking about (laughs) bless you bless you jesus christ um so um yeah doodles are super cute no they're not and guess what all puppies are cute so that's a bad reasoning yeah, I guess so. I don't know. <laughs> Sunny's, Sunny's, um, we brush her. Like, we do brush her. We don't, we haven't taken her to the groomer as much, but that's because I'll do her nails. I'll trim the fur between her dew paws and I trim her butt. So, she, otherwise, she's all natural. So, she's got more fur around her belly than some corgis do. But, um, and I I give her the firmigator stuff, but that's really, yeah, I mean, you do still have to groom your dogs. Like, I, they also get like a dry shampoo at least once a week if I'm not bathing them. You know, so just so that hmm. they're fresh. Yeah, but it's the doodle, it's the doodle dogs and types like it. I don't get what made these damn things so popular because they look stupid as a bag of rocks. I think they're cuties, but I think all animals are. I love all animals. Like I will not look at a dog and say oh, and not say oh. <laughs> you know, I'll take I'll that challenge. I, I think I, I think I can find you an ugly dog. I think I can find a dog that you would say is ugly. I have a three-legged cat. Like, I have cat... Uh, you know what I mean? Like, I if the dog is ugly, I'm going to want it. Does that make sense? Because I know no one else will. Okay. Fair <laughs> enough. You know, maybe you should consider faith again, though. I... Listen, I totally would if I was in a house. And you may appreciate this, but I am totally going to go the condo route when it's time for me to buy again. Like, it's just... Anyway, and it's unrelated to faith, but when it's time for me to buy and get more space, I'm absolutely getting a condo. Because you don't want to shovel or do any lawn care? No, because it's just as big, and um, we could easily live there for a couple years, like five, five, six plus years, and still not need to, you know, grow out of it. I saw one, like I think I told you that I saw like a Zillow ad for one, and it had like a private little courtyard in the back with a couple patches of grass. And I said, this is perfect. And it, I wasn't ready for it. And I was so upset. 
Yeah. I mean, as long as you keep the dogs the size you have, you're you're fine. I mean, it's yeah. not, like, not, not like you have 60-pound boxers or anything that need to run a yard. I mean, Sunny could run as fast as she can, and I could probably crawl faster than her. <laughs> she tries so hard, though, too. Like, when you see her take off to run, her nails slide on the floor first so she doesn't actually get too far. And then once she gets some traction, she still doesn't go very far. She tries, though, but you can see her whole body just working so hard to try to, like, run or catch up with somebody or run away from somebody. It's Pete that will, that will like, he's fast like lightning. Yeah, he'll go. He'll go. He's strong like bull. Are you are you at work right now or, or at home? I'm at work. Oh, okay. All right, we'll wrap up your afternoon, and um, we'll catch up, well, podcast-wise, later on this week, and I'll, uh, I'll text you later. Yeah, I think I'm going to go to sleep early today. I can't, Get a nap. You got any shows? You got any shows that, that I need to be I, watching? You hit a home run with the Tomorrow War. Um, no, I don't think so. I'm not even going to watch any shows tonight. I'm going to take my ass to sleep. Okay. All right, we'll get yeah. some rest, and I'll text you later. But nah, put your phone on silence. So I don't wake you up. Okay. All right. Bye. Bye.